Our friendships in life and our friendships in business should always be built on mutual respect, mutual admiration, and mutual benefit. You get that down, you'll never have to worry about a frenemy again. Hey you, my name's Jan Ditchfield, and I'm an award-winning business strategist who's turned a 20-plus year career in the real world into a six-figure online business helping women just like you to do the same. I love talking all things marketing, sales, and online strategies, but without the fluff and the cookie-cutter advice that's filling your feed on the gram, I teach you the step-by-step tips on how to turn your real-world expertise into a profitable online business without losing your money or your mind in the process. There's no shying away from the straight talk. Money, struggles, business hacks, online marketing, and social media strategies are all topics we talk about. Think of this as your webinar and trend-free cocktail hour convo with a good friend who understands the depth of your expertise and exactly how to translate that into a profitable online business without the BS. If you're a real-world business owner or a subject matter expert trying to navigate online marketing and digital sales for the first time, this is a show for you. Welcome to No BS Business School. I had a guest send in a question and I thought it was so great that I want to dedicate an entire show to it. So I can help to answer this because I'm pretty sure she's not the only person who's encountered this problem at some point in her business. And the question is, how do you handle a frenemy in business? What do you do when a competitor posing as a friend begins to copy what you do and seemingly becomes more successful than you? First of all, this is normal. It might not feel really great that it's happening to you, but I just want to say it's happened to all of us. At some point in our journey, we've encountered somebody who says they're there to support and usually ends up not being there for those reasons. And I've encountered this myself in business. And one of the things that I've come to realize a lot of the time is I can't really do much to change the other person's behavior, but I can do a lot of things to change how I respond to it and how I'm impacted by it, both as a person, but also as a business owner. So I want to share some of those suggestions and tips and some ways of supporting you and giving you some things that you can put in place to be able to really help navigate these rocky roads so that you feel a little bit more grounded moving forward. And whether you've encountered this or not in your business, hopefully this can be something that you can go and apply if it ever is something that does come up for you as well. Why do we react so strongly when somebody starts to imitate us or a competitor who also could be a friend starts seeing more success in their business than we are seeing in ours? And it brings up a lot of feelings. One of the interesting things about frenemies is how we respond to them, but it's also how we define a frenemy. Most of the time, somebody that we're looking at as a competitor is on the same playing field as us. We view them as an equal, we see them as a peer, And when they start drifting off into a different level than we're on, it brings up a lot of feelings, especially if it's something where we're watching them get success because they're starting to mimic things that we have been doing in our business, but it's translating or resonating for them a lot faster than it is for us. There are a whole bunch of psychological reasons why we respond this way. But the interesting thing to think about it is we only do this with people who we actually believe to be on the same level as us. We don't look at somebody who is so much ahead of us or somebody who's so much behind us and have these feelings. It's only people who tend to hang out on the same level as us. And I think it's important to acknowledge that and understand it so we can start dealing with how we feel when we watch somebody else start moving faster than us. And again, this goes back to 
how you feel about this or how you're responding to it is normal. If it's bringing up feelings of jealousy or feelings of envy, and you're hearing that common expression that there's room for all of us and, you know, our competitors really are just our friends. Well, all those things may be true, but our brains and our hearts might not be feeling the same way when we're in the deep of it. So some tactics that I can give you to help be able to navigate the situation a little better, first of all, is looking at understanding the difference between what's normal, yet annoying, when it comes to frenemy behavior versus something that requires legal action. And I think this is important to define because of the fact that a lot of the time things that happen online, especially with the online businesses where people lift and borrow things, I'm putting air quotes around the borrowing, actually ride a very fine line of copyright infringement and violating people's intellectual property. And my grandfather used to say, imitation is the most sincere form of flattery. And I completely disagree with that. And so does the law. Having somebody imitate your real style or having someone brand themselves with similar colors or talk about things that are similar to what you talk about isn't the same as someone directly lifting out of your business and applying it to theirs and claiming ownership over it. And sometimes you need to sit down and have a conversation with a lawyer to really understand where your rights lie on this. And not from an emotional point of view, but from a pure logic point of view. Remove the emotion from the business when it comes to this decision. Are they doing something that requires legal follow-up? Do they need to get a cease and desist? Or are their actions something that you need to deal with in a different way? Being clear on the intention will help you get clear on how you respond to it. The next thing I would ask, is this just a poor attempt to network with you? I found sometimes that people who tend to imitate or lift, they're doing it from a place that's actually a good place. Like they're inspired by what you do. They want to have a career similar to yours. They want to have a business similar to yours. And they look at what you've done with admiration and believe that you will be flattered again by them copying what it is that you've done to get your business going where it's gone without realizing that you actually are not flattered by this at all. And I believe this comes down to people not knowing how to network effectively. I think it goes back to that same idea where kids in the playground are like, oh, well, you know, he punched you because he likes you. And it's like, no, that's not okay. We need to give people different ways to communicate and express that they like someone that actually doesn't impact or hurt the other person. Networking relationships should be established because it's going to help move you forward with your agenda and also help to move the other person forward with their agenda. It's a mutually beneficial relationship. So if you're in a friendship with somebody who's doing more taking than giving, this is not going to benefit you moving forward. And that's when you need to step up and start setting boundaries in place. I would be sitting and looking, if this was myself in this situation, at how I've been communicating with this person, this friend. Have I been telling them a lot of things that are Behind the scenes, have I been very open and willing to share my style, my techniques, my systems? Am I saying too much? Am I agreeing to collaborations I don't want to do? Am I introducing them to people who are my vendors or my suppliers or pe- part of people who are part of my inner circle? Do I need to stop doing these things? By setting limitations on what it is that we do and 
really focusing more on relationships that are consensual when it comes to networking and it comes to building out professional relationships with other people is very important. If you feel that something is happening to you that isn't consensual, then you need to establish boundaries to stop it. Some ways that you can start setting boundaries with this relationship would be to really start visualizing and naming what those limits are going to be. And then you have the right to communicate this openly with them. Again, you can do it in a way that's polite, but be clear and firm about what you're willing to do and what you're not willing to do, or what you're willing to share and not willing to share. Don't be afraid to say no. Setting boundaries doesn't mean that you're ostracizing somebody or being rude, especially to my Canadian listeners, I will say that. It just means that you're showing respect for yourself and you're showing respect for this mutual relationship that you hold with this person so that it can be one that actually provides value to you instead of leaving you feeling empty. Are you ready to consistently attract new attention to your business without the pressure of posting more on social media? And I want you to join me in Schmooze, my free live digital networking bootcamp for online business owners. After a 20-year career perfecting the art of working a room that resulted in multi-millions of dollars in revenue, I'm going to teach you the four-step networking framework to grow your business without having to post more on Instagram, troll Facebook groups for leads, or make yet another PDF freebie. This is a framework that the online gurus can't teach you. Join me in Schmooze starting on March 20th, and let's kickstart your online networking strategy, increase your brand authority, and grow your sales online. Head to janditchfield.co forward slash smooths to save your spot today. Another thing I would encourage you to do is sit down and think about how you can use this situation to your advantage. Again, we usually feel competitive with people that we feel equal to. And so if somebody is starting to kind of pull up a little bit, and that's causing this feeling of upset that you're feeling, how can you use this to push you further forward with your own business? Can it inspire you to dig deeper? Can it inspire you to look at new things you can offer or new tactics you can try? The great thing about frenemies is they don't stay there forever because once you move past them or they move past you, they're out of your orbit or you're out of theirs. So if you want to own this relationship, you want to take some ownership back over how it makes you feel, how can you move out of their orbit so that you no longer look at them as a peer who's advancing, but you feel as though you're in full control of the situation again? Competition can be a healthy thing, and it can be done in a way that's really respectful of the person that you feel competitive toward. You don't need to hate like their posts. You don't need to side-eye them. You can find a way to have this fuel you to dig a little deeper and move your business a little bit further ahead. And while you're thinking about that and trying to find a way to move your business, one of the things that I would caution you to sit down and look at, if someone else could so easily lift your business and create it for themselves, did you do enough work digging deep on what your competitive edge is? Because when we build businesses and we position them on something that's easy to imitate, it leads us wide open for things like this to happen. Instead of digging down and looking, what makes you unique? What is it about you and your unique advantage that can't be copied or can't be imitated? How can you set yourself apart from your frenemy's business? We all have competition in business. There will always be people that are going to make us feel as though we're not doing enough or feeling a little bit jealous about the fact that they're getting further ahead than we are. Like I feel it at times. But if you do the work to really dig down 
on understanding your unique advantage and what makes you so special from everybody else, that can never be duplicated by someone. And no matter how hard they try or how much success they see, you actually won't look at them and think, oh, they're ahead of me. Because that piece of you that can't be lifted or copied or imitated will always set you apart. So you might want to go back and take a look at what it is in your business that you haven't been articulating, that you own and can truly make you stand out from your frenemy. At the end of the day, we're all going to encounter this at some point. And again, I really want to articulate how normal it is to feel upset by this or bothered by it. But past the legal side of things, really leaning into your mindset and what you can do to change the way you're viewing the situation can propel you into a completely different level of business success. Find out what makes you you. Use this to your advantage and work on establishing networks and collaborations and partnerships with people who are going to propel your vision and goals forward while you can do the same for them. Our friendships in life and our friendships in business should always be built on mutual respect, mutual admiration, and mutual benefit. You get that down, you'll never have to worry about a front of me again. If you have a question you want me to answer on the podcast, send me a DM or head down to the show notes and you can just click on the link there and send me a voice note. I'd be happy to help. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for joining me on this episode of No BS Business School. If you've enjoyed the show and you'd like to help support the podcast, Please subscribe on your player of choice and leave a rating and a review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at janditchfield.co. Until next time, keep it real.